0: And gentlemen, welcome back to the number one sports podcast on the entire planet. I'm your host, Drake Tharp, and we are kind of in a new environment. I just got moved into my new apartment, hence the Friday special, hence I wanted to wait for the Warriors-Celtics game. You know, I couldn't have all this news come out and then a day, or, you know, report on all this like a freaking boss, and then a day later have the first game of the finals, essentially. So I figured, you know, with me moving into this and the finals coming up, I'd have a Friday special a Friday you know it's a special episode it's on a Friday you get to enjoy it on your weekend okay yeah it's it's that great so essentially I'm first we're gonna go through Celtics Warriors okay Celtics took down the Warriors in Warriors fashion second half comeback style uh first of all i would just like to say celtics and six and i've been telling you can ask my close friends i've been saying this all week celtics and six i know there wasn't really a prediction episode for the finals or a pre-finals episode but here we are um call me a liar okay celtics win game one i say celtics and six whatever anywho so let's jump into the logistics and analytics of this first finals games uh you know the Celtics aren't the type of team to just let up and die like every other team the Warriors have faced thus far if you take a look at the Mavericks games uh you know first round games uh the Warriors didn't let up the entire time and you know when when they came back in the second half there was a second half comeback needed to get done the Warriors did it and they ran off with it the Celtics aren't gonna back down they're not just gonna let up and die like every team the Warriors have faced thus far Uh, the Celtics have a legitimate defense and star power to combat the Warriors right now. Uh, Take a look at Jalen Brown, Jason Tatum, Marcus Smart. These guys are elite defenders and they're not going to let Steph Curry and Klay Thompson do what they did to guys like Jalen Brunson and Luka himself isn't even that great of a defender. So, you know, they're they're legit defense. The inside layups and drives that were open for them will not be there. Uh, A lot of times in the Mavericks series, I saw Jordan Poole, Stephen Curry, Klay Thompson get to the rack with ease. This isn't going to happen against guys like Robert Williams, who's putting up absurd block numbers and guys like Al Horford who has experience inside and knows what he's doing uh the the ESPN power index you know they predicted the Celtics winning this finals matchup and I you know a lot of um a lot of um you know negativity was shown towards the post with the espn power index but they get it right here i personally think they do i think the celtics matchup great i think the warriors nostalgia has everyone flustered okay this three-point dynasty blah 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 they changed the game forever that's different now okay the celtics are a legit team the warriors have aged they're different than you know they have been in years past So, and they're missing a prime piece, Kevin Durant, who led that dynasty. So, if you really think about it, the Warriors have one ring without Kevin Durant, and the dynasty was due to Kevin Durant. Speaking of Kevin Durant, we're going to talk about him now. Kevin Durant, he went off on analysts like Skip Bayless and Stephen A. saying they've ruined the game of basketball, okay? You know, there was a... Stephen A. Smith had a hot take saying Stephen Curry's changed the game for good and Michael Jordan changed the game for worse. Okay, hot take, however you may put it. I personally didn't watch the clip because I don't watch shitty shows like first take. But, you know, Katie, it's weird. He he went off on analysts saying they've ruined basketball rather than, uh, you know, it's weird. He puts his energy into weird things like burner accounts on Twitter when he should be in the finals with his friend Kyrie, okay? Okay. They have the talent to do it. KD's on the nets. He's he tried to build his own big three. With that kind of talent, you know, they should have been in the finals last year, okay? And, you know, we've seen the burner account history with Kevin Durant. He's the greatest offensive talent of all time, but is worried about what everyone else thinks of him, okay? This is cupcake energy. It's what the same energy that he put out when he left for the Warriors, too. Uh, he was also heard about Draymond Green's comments about teams double-teaming Steph Curry. Okay, just Draymond Green had a podcast where he essentially said uh, Stephen Curry is a bigger threat basically than Kevin Durant. Um, that teams double-team Steph and left KD one-on-one, and essentially that's why they won two finals in a row with Kevin Durant. When you when you get defensive, you know at least a partial amount of something's true. Okay, I think Kevin Durant, you know, he's voiced his opinion numerous times on Twitter he, and in person as well. Uh, he's one of those guys that, um, you know, combats a lot of people's statements, or a lot more so than more celebrities, in, you know, per se, and more NBA players do. I don't see LeBron going off on Twitter about things. I don't see, you know, a lot of superstars doing that like Kevin Durant does, who's very active on social media, okay? Reputation isn't built off responses, though, and that's something Kevin Durant doesn't understand, and that's something that could halter his legacy, in my opinion, um, you know, he puts his energy into Twitter accounts, and he hasn't, you know, done anything in the playoffs in the last two years, except, you know, he did make the Eastern Conference Finals last year, but he's not getting the job done for being the, you know, top three biggest superstars in the league and best scorer in the league for sure. Uh, yeah, just a little rant on KD. I'm kind of just sick of, you know, I'm, I'm personally, it's a rant because he, I'm an analyst, okay? I'm one of those guys that goes into sports analytics and makes takes, okay? Okay. So when you come at my brothers, Skip Bayless and Stephen A., you come at me too, KD. So, um, yeah, hope you see this one day with me and my 108 subscribers. Uh, if you go on Twitter and respond with a burner account, I hope, you know, maybe there's a chance you see me. Anywho, we're going to jump from the NBA to, you know, kind of a sadder story. Marion Barber passed away, and this one kind of hurt. Demarius Thomas hurt a lot, but this one hurt a lot too um, because, you know, growing up, uh, I watched a lot of NFL around age seven and eight and Marion Barber was kind of a nostalgic part of, you know, my growing up and just watching football and all that. I remember him very well. Same with Demarius Thomas. Uh, just one thing comes to mind with all these deaths of around middle aged NFL player. I don't know the logistics behind this. I don't know how the politics works behind this or, you know, the economy or whatever. But, you know, care specialists need to be installed for skill players mostly or those who show signs of career trauma. Okay, this this is the another death in the NFL with guys in their 30s or 40s, way too young to be dying like this. This has happened too much, um, you know, with CTE and brain trauma and studies, you know, showing more that concussions can lead to, um, you know, after-career trauma and all that, brain trauma per se. Uh, Guys like Tony Dorsett, Cowboys legend, has very known signs of CTE. Um, Aaron Hernandez, I know kind of breaking the fourth wall here talking about him, but, you know, he had the brain of a 65-year-old man with dementia, essentially, when when his brain was studied after his death. So what I think, you know, care specialists – you know, get people to check up on prior NFL players. I don't think it hurts. Simple as that. This has happened too much. That's my personal opinion. Rest in peace, Marion Barber. Um. Anywho, finale of the show. You know, nothing crazy going on here. We're going to talk about Aaron Donald, okay? And Frank Gore, kind of. Frank Gore also retired today as a 49er, first ballot Hall of Famer, no doubt about it, okay? There was a debate on ESPN about it, and I just wanted to say. No doubt about Frank Gore being a first ballot Hall of Famer. He's up there top 10 every stat for running backs in the book, mainly because of longevity, but as a running back, you don't see that kind of longevity anywhere else. So great career, Frank Gore. Aaron Donald, is we'll who we'll talk about next. Aaron Donald, obviously a Hall of Famer. He's thinking about retiring. So would retiring be a smart move, or is there more to prove for Aaron Donald? Um, I think the answer is pretty simple. Three-time Defensive Player of the Year. At the defensive tackle position, he has put up double-digit numbers in most of his career, you know, seasons. He sacks the quarterback in, you know, 10-plus times a year as the defensive tackle. That's a completely unheard of. Aaron Donald's a once-in-a-lifetime talent. We see how he trains. We see his, you know, weightlifting talents. He's an eccentric defensive player, and he got his ring. He got his ring. I don't think there's more the man can do except salvage for a Rams dynasty to prove, you know— That he's one of the GOATs, okay? I think Aaron Donald could possibly go down as, you know, one of the top three best defensive linemen of all time. You know, Reggie White's up there, Um, guys like that. And I think Aaron Donald's up there for sure. Obviously, best defensive tackle of all time. Uh, You know, three-time defensive player of the year at that position. That's just completely unheard of. What do you guys think down below? Comment down below. Should Aaron Donald retire or should he salvage for a dynasty with the L.A. Rams? More on Drake's Corner, and that'll do it. Uh, Thank you guys for watching. Thanks for watching the Friday special of Drake's Corner. It was a fun time. Uh, I'm just getting used to my new apartment. If you can't tell, I'm not trying to be super audible right now. It's very late. I'm trying to be quiet. Uh, These walls seem a little thinner, per se, than my last apartment. So um, thank you, everybody, for watching. I hope you have a great Friday, great weekend, all that jazz. And I will see you guys next time. Peace out.